Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com for Saturday, March 19th at Oakland Park. Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. A couple of grade three stakes on the Saturday card at Oakland, and they are part of the late pick four, which we're going to take a look at, starting, Jim, with the grade three Whitmore race named for one of your all-time favorite horses. I was going to say that, <laughs> and I, you read my mind. I, uh, when I was handicapping, I was thinking they're probably going to parade a bit more down there uh, before the race. Uh, I'm thinking they have that plan. And, um, you know, I still remember him coming down the stretch at Keeneland in the Breeders' Cup, and that was one of my uh, fondest memories of horse racing. Whitmore is really a, a favorite horse of mine. Six furlongs for four-year-olds and up in honor of the great sprinter Whitmore, and uh, we will – Jump into the pick four there. Who do you like in the Whitmore? I like a couple of horses, but the problem I have in handicapping this race is that Bob's Edge, the two horse, and Greeley and Ben, the three horse, um, both have similar running styles. They come from out of it. And I have a problem if I'm going to handicap a race and both my horses are good closers if I don't have a speed horse in there. I think Bob's Edge probably deserves to be the favorite in here off that King Cotton win by two and three quarters on January 29th with a 97 buyer. But, and it's the second off layoff, so I think if he moves forward, he's going to be tough to handle. But Greeley and Ben is 19 for 30 lifetime, 5 for 10 at Oakland, also comes from out of it. Um, one on February 21st with a 91 buyer. So both of them are, are going to be heavily supported at the windows. A couple other horses I think have a shot in here. Royal to her, the six, could be the controlling speed. They uh, had a new dimension with him last time out, and he got to the lead and just went wire to wire with a 98 buyer, uh, gets the top jock, Arietta at Oakland, and Royal to her at 10 to 1 is worth a flyer in here. And then Hollis, the nine horse on the outside, is 3 to 1 in the morning line, has run behind a couple of these, but that 109 buyer on December 1st just kind of jumps off the page. Obviously, if he runs back to that, he ran it at five and a half furlongs. But uh, if he runs back to that, nobody's going to catch him. But um, I think it's a, it's a good betting race. And I think Bob's Edge is going to be the favorite. But I'm going to use all four of those when it comes to pick four. I'll tell you how good of a betting race and handicapping challenge this is. I'm using one that you didn't mention, uh, Tulane Trist. Uh, this horse ran really well on Derby Day, one of those late uh, races after the Derby. And off a second-place finish, went into a grade one in only his third start. Woody Stevens didn't run well there, came back, ran okay, and now off another break, came back with a 91 buyer, which was this horse's lifetime best. Still a young horse, uh, just turned four, so improving uh, improvement still possible. And uh, second off a layoff, and that's uh, those numbers are good for Cherie DeVoe, I think this horse has uh, got a good bit of ability and is going to be a, a good in this uh, you know, sprinting realm this year, six, seven furlong races. And this is where I'm hoping to catch him maybe at a price. What I'm going to do as far as playing the races, use him, key him in exactas with Hollis and Bob's Edge. And even if he runs second, I might get a, a decent price on this horse. I think he may get overlooked a little bit. I think nine to two on the morning line. He might even float up a little bit. And then I'm going to use all three of those when we get to the pick four. But Tulane Trist for a bit of an upset for me. The eighth race is for three-year-olds, maidens, going a mile. That's a two-turn race at Oakland, a short stretch. I took fast lane in here. Uh, this horse showed speed last time, first time going long. 
and I put the horse on my horses to watch list, so now he pops back up. I like that Rosario, who rode him last time, stays in this spot. So his uh, speed figures are a little light, but I'm going to look for improvement here and try fast lane. I'm going to use three other ones. Major contender for Brad Cox. Brad to like the extra distance that uh, he gets here. Uh, Life on the Nile ran a, a 79 buyer last time. That looks good in this group and uh, just got beat uh, the half length out of uh, winning last time. And then El Gamar, the four, was a closing third in his debut, and the improvement off that could put him right in the mix. So I'm going to use all four of those, but fast lane on top in this maiden heat. Maiden heat. How about you? Well, we do the same thing here. I don't have your horse in my top three, but I'm. But my next three are the same as yours. My my top three are the same as your next next three. I went with Life on the Nile here, and I'm I'm going to single in the in the pick four. Uh, I couldn't find another single anywhere, and I want to go a little deeper in the last couple legs. That 79 buyer is much much better than anything in the field. His second best buyer is better than anything in the field, so it's called a double fig advantage. And um, I, I just think if it runs back to that they're not going to beat him. And uh, I think Life on the Nile is, is a good single here. Major contender for Cox and Santana, but the numbers are pretty light compared to the favorite. And El Gamar is the other one that could upset because only had one race, and it was a pretty good debut try and uh, couldn't move forward. But Life on the Nile is my single in the maiden special weight eighth race. Gets us to the grade three Essex handicap, four-year-olds and up. Mile and a 16th here, and – Several in here, they've been running against each other uh, there at Oakland. Um, I bet you we don't end up on the same one in this race either, but let's see. Who do you like in the Essex? (laughs) Well, you never know. Um, The horses have been beating up on each other, and uh, a couple of my favorite horses at Oakland are in this race. Um, I like Thomas Shelby a lot, and uh, he was just nipped at the wire by Plainsman and the Razorback, and may return, uh, you know, uh, may return from that one a little bit better. And he got a big chance to go wire to wire here. I think from the one hole, he's going to be sent to the lead. And there's going to be a whole lot of other horses that have got positional speed, but they may not run down Thomas Shelby. But if they do, I think rated R superstar at eight to one is really live in here. Uh, was never in the Razorback, was a little bit too far back, but only got beat two and three quarters length. So it was just not a good race for him. He needs a contested pace up front. He just might get one here because uh, Warriors charges in this race. He wasn't in the Razorback. He, he won by nine and three quarters last time out, wire to wire. So I think he's going to be up there with Thomas Shelby. So Warriors charge is going to contest the pace. And then you got to use Plainsman, who really improved last time out, ran down Thomas Shelby in the stretch in the Razorback after a long layoff. And if he moves forward in second back, he's very formidable. So I think I've got it covered with those four. Maybe you're going to take a, a long shot here, but maybe your long shot could be the same as mine, Radar Superstar. I am going to take a bit of a price, a little bit higher even than Radar Superstar. It's Hanalei's Houdini, the eight. Uh, this horse is uh, trained by Mike Maker, who claimed him three starts back. Uh, it was actually last fall at Keeneland out of a race where Maker claimed this horse. And in those three starts, the horse has – Steadily improved, and last time jumped up and ran a 98 for a uh, best figure yet. And six weeks off, so he could move forward again at a couple of uh, just easy works. And I've just seen Maker you know, work his magic with these claimers, uh, especially veteran horses, uh, time and time again, uh, where they, he, you know, they make two or three starts, and once he kind of 
finds out the, the formula, then they uh, they can get good and, and stay that way for a while. So I'm going to take a shot here with Hanalei Zudini and uh, also going to use Plainsman and Warriors Charge, the two for Brad Cox, and then uh, Thomas Shelby at speed down on the rail and getting the rail draw this time could make him even tougher. So I think one of those three is probably the most likely winner of the race, but uh, I just think there's a you know, 10 to 1 and maybe higher. I think there's enough to like for me about Hanalei Zudini that I'm going to try and catch a little bit of a price there. So I am, uh, uh, you know, I'm taking the uh, prices here in the pick four. If I can hit on one of these, I may uh, be able to have a nice, nice little pick four ticket. Tenth race is a first level allowance, three-year-olds and up, fillies and mares. Uh, this is also the one mile, two turn short stretch type of race. Uh, Farrell's heart. I went to the favorite here. It's Ashbyson and Rosario uh, just missed here about a month ago at uh, Oakland and uh, I think looks tough in here. Let's cruise. Uh, jumped up and ran an 81 buyer last time, and that was uh, her best by a wide margin in late February. And if she, if that's improvement, that's legit, and she can run back to that, uh, she's awfully tough, I think. And then duplicitous, I'm going to use. Of course, uh, missed last time uh, against Guana K, who's in this race, but this horse is down on the inside. Guana K dot draws way outside. Uh, granted, Guana K won from out there last time, but uh, I think in a one-mile race, breaking from that outside post position, I'm going to go against Guana K to pull it off two times in a row. So I'm going to go and add duplicitous. So I'm going to use three horses in the pick four. Um, And then, uh, Jim, who do you like in the 10th? We are in the same horse here. Pharaoh's Heart was my other option for a single. Um, I thought that effort on February 12th off a 10-month break was incredible. 83 buyer, if she runs that back, they're going to be running for second place. Rosario takes them out back. The only problem is going to be, I don't think you're going to get five to two on her. She's going to be more like eight to five. And um, looking at the other horses here, I agree with you on let's cruise the four horse. That big effort may have been really impacted by the muddy track last time out. Because if you look back on a fast track, she's been running the sixties and she runs an 82 or 83 on the, uh, on the muddy track. And, uh, but I'm going to throw her in there as well, because maybe she just got better. Uh, Troville is an interesting horse for me, shipping from the West Coast for Leonard Powell. Uh, the turf tried the last. You can sort of throw that out. There isn't any turf at, at Oakland, so she's much better on the dirt. I guess they just tried an experiment, and uh, I think she fits here at 12 to 1. And I'm going to use Guana K. I, I thought that last effort was very impressive, and she finished a, ahead of a couple of these on February 20th. I don't like the 10 hole either. But you're going to get a better price on her out there, and it's Contreras and Arietta, so I'm going to have to use her as well. Farrell's heart's my pick, but I'm going to go four deep in the pick four. So what's your pick four ticket look like? Pick four is very simple today. I'm four by single by four by four. So I'm going to go two, three, six, nine, uh, singling the five, life on the nine on the second leg, with one, three, four, six in the Essex, and four, five, seven, ten in the finale for a total of $32. I'm going for a $72 ticket, uh, but if I could catch one of these prices that I have in the first three legs, I think this thing could pay well. So 279 for me in the first leg, then 2457, then 1348, and then 147. That is a $72 ticket. So 279 with 2457, with 1348, with 147. Um, if you uh, want to take Jim's strategy and uh, take a single on uh, either Life in the Nile in the 8th or Pharaoh's Heart in the 10th, and you can cut that ticket down 
significantly uh, on uh, on my side and uh, make it a little more affordable. Best of luck wherever you're playing. Lots of hoops to go with the horses. So you'll be watching basketball. Make sure you have money in your Keeneland Select account so you can play the ponies if you see something that looks good to you. And it's a nice card out at Oakland. It's uh, good-sized fields in these late pick fours. So best of luck wherever you're playing. This is the In the Money Podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.